Hello and welcome to this very informative podcast. My name is Dr. Ivor Livingston and I am the president of Stress Health Solutions International, which is the parent organization under which this podcast resides. Billy, who is a member of the organizational team here at Stress Health Solutions International, will present the podcast. Enjoy. The importance of developing healthy coping skills. Discussing why we need coping skills is not a topic that's greatly talked about. Normally, it tends to arise when we're reflecting on our own challenges or musing on other people's struggles, and it comes as essential learning from all that we witness has happened. Despite how we want to prime ourselves for positivity as much as possible, it's equally necessary to learn to anticipate adversity. Disappointments, setbacks, challenges, and stresses are all a part of life. Dealing with them as we go through life is inevitable, so it's important to develop healthy coping skills to be able to do so in a positive way. Whether we like it or not, we cope and deal with many things. We learn to cope with problems as they arise and find solutions to solve them one by one. But the question is, how effectively are we coping? We can deal with situations all the time in either healthy or unhealthy ways. Why coping skills matter? Coping skills are life skills we develop as we grow and navigate our lives. But sometimes, we may not always be mindful of how our coping mechanisms affect our lives or those of other people. Simply solving the problem is not always enough. Our actions have consequences and healthy coping skills are what will lead us to our desired positive results and are the real solutions to problems. Unhealthy coping skills, on the other hand, may end up hurting us eventually. This is how drinking alcohol to numb the pain or stress, doing drugs, mindless overeating, or venting our emotions online could eventually backfire on us. While all forms of coping aim to provide comfort or solution to our problems, not all of our strategies and techniques are good or healthy. Some will only provide temporary relief before they eventually create further damage and cause more problems in our lives. Problem-focused coping and emotion-focused coping strategies. There are hundreds of coping strategies identified, but practically, there are two main types of coping, problem-focused coping strategies and emotion-focused coping strategies. Problem-focused coping is beneficial in situations where you need to address the external situation. It gets to the bottom of the problem, and you either decide to fix something, remove the source of stress, or come up with an adaptive plan or resolution. Some examples of problem-focused coping are clarifying issues with someone you have problems with by talking it out with them, managing your time every hour to be able to do all of the things you plan to accomplish during the day, hiring a person to help you in some areas of your business that you are not proficient at. Emotion-focused coping is a type of coping strategy that's applicable when you don't want to or can't change anything about the external situation. What is still within your sphere of influence is being able to control your own reaction to things around you. It is focusing on your emotions more and finding ways to manage your response to situations that may be adverse or challenging. Some examples of emotion-focused coping are Enrolling yourself in a gym to help dissipate your stress Reading self-help books and learning more about why you feel the way you do in certain situations Reaching out to others starting a new hobby, and creating a new healthy routine that works for you. Whatever problems you may be facing, 
There are ways you can address them utilizing either problem-focused coping or emotion-focused coping. Every situation is unique and only you know how to address it best, but these are two techniques you can apply as appropriate. Coping skills aren't set in stone. If you realize that you've been coping with a problem in unhealthy ways, there is always room to change or adapt your approach. Let go of what's unhealthy and make a resolve to find another technique that will work. Whatever works for you won't always work for another person, and vice versa, so sometimes it takes time to see and test different techniques. If you find something that works well and is healthy, then make it a part of your coping skills toolkit. On behalf of Dr. Livingston and the team at Stress Health Solutions International, it was my pleasure to present this informative podcast to you. Please note that you can listen to this podcast again, as well as other published podcasts, by visiting the website at www.drlhealthypracticespodcast.com. Also, if you are interested in learning more about activities associated with Stress Health Solutions International, please visit our parent website at www.stresshealthsolutions.com. As a very important disclaimer, the primary purpose of this and other podcasts is to provide general educational information on health and related subjects. These podcasts do not provide medical advice or services and, therefore, all listeners should consult with their medical and other qualified personnel for advice concerning medical advice and services that they may need. Goodbye and remain healthy.